I did watch it, and I was wondering about Nathan Newton. I thought he's he's now juggling the world's most dangerous profession with the most poverty-inducing <laughs> profession by being both trainer and jockey of uh, three over two. And he joins us to explain. How are you, Nathan? Yeah, good, thanks, guys. Yeah, sort of riding one, leading one, career-wise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Hey, Nathan, I know it was a, a special day for you yesterday, so let's relive it. Uh, the moment when three over two got the job done at Bendigo. Uh, Rostino going to the lead. Sweet Bella the outside. Thinking man. Then Big Night Rebel and Stormy's coming from the back. Three over two's running up behind them. Gets a late split. Comes at Rostino who's all out. He's clinging on. Three over two. Went to him though. And three over two was in front for one stride of the 2400. And it was when it counted. Right on the post it got Rostino. So that win gave you your first win as a trainer, and you're in the saddle as well to make it all the more special. And I was watching the races yesterday, Nathan. You were really emotional after the race. Just talk us through why you were so emotional with that victory. Oh, like, it's probably because, um, like, you get up early every morning. Like, I get up 3.30. I'm on my first horse at 4.30 in the morning at um, Callboy Thoroughbred. Um, and then I go do my own once I've done it four boys like getting up early every day um like it's it's hard work like especially when it comes to the um end of the week it starts to hit you a bit um but having three over two win yesterday it was it was massive the, the the decision to add training to the to the bow the career bow you were obviously a jockey but to train them as well what was the the, the factors that, that have led to this dual licence? Um, well, I, I thought I'd take out my trainer's licence. Um, obviously, you can't ride forever. Um, and I thought taking out my trainer's licence, once I decide to stop riding one day, I've got my trainer's licence under my belt. Uh, Nathan, the, the horse was $21 yesterday. Were you heading there with a bit of confidence? Yeah, well, I actually, um, uh, Friday morning, he did a bit of schooling. Um, I rode him Saturday morning, and he was snorting while I was riding him around the track. He was like a dragon, and, and I I said to the missus when I got back, I said, I reckon he's going to win tomorrow, and I, and I was right. Do you also own him? Uh, yeah, the missus um, has got a lot of the share in him, yeah. So you, sort of a, a three hats you're wearing, really, with the with your wife uh, owning the horse as well. So what a thrill! You thought it'd win and uh, got the job done at twenty one dollars. Is 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 there a, are there are there stable mates? How many horses in the stable? Um, I've got so I've got another. There's an older one. He's five. Um, he's by Richard Winkle. Uh, the guy that owns him, he's up in ten. Um, he's, he's known me since I was um, a young packer on the ground. Um, he'll go jumping as well this season, and I've got um, three three-year-olds in as well. They've just come back from the paddock. Uh, one's by Cluster, and the other two are both by Boulder City. Hey, can I ask how he landed in your stable? Where did you where did you get him from? Because I, I looked through his form, and he was racing in New Zealand a couple of years ago. How did he How did he land at yours? Yeah, he he was racing in New Zealand there. I think he had six or seven starts over there. Um, 
And then Lee Horner and Amy McDonald purchased him from New Zealand. Um, and then, as I do, in, or the missus does, I was scrolling on um, Bloodstock Options website there on the first, uh, Wednesday night, I think it was. And I seen Lee at the um, next lot of highways at Hamilton we had, and I said, oh, that horse you got up for sale, do you reckon he's going over the border somewhere, up New South Wales? He goes, oh, I don't know. I just left it at that. And um, anyway, the horse didn't sell on on the auction site, and Lee rang me and said, oh, do you want him? I said, yeah, all right then. So um, we actually got him for $400. Hey, um, we've got a Geelong Greyhound race to go to, Nathan, but there's a question I want to ask you about core boy racing. So so if you can hang on the line, we'll, we'll take this race at Geelong, and I just want to ask you about the scale of the breaking-in operation at, at Adrian Corboys. But we'll go to, we'll go to Geelong first, Matty. Yeah, our favourite here is, uh, two do- is number three, Gracie Pacey at $2.40, number one, Black. Paul Poppy at 4.20, as we say. Another good morning to Ronnie Hawkswell, who's calling all the action at Geelong. And about to get set down for race number two. 310 into 2.40, Gracie Bar. Mingo Bar was a mover. It was in from big odds. Double figures into about eight. At the moment, Mingo Bar. Starting single about to get set. Numbers in the first. Five got it. The outsider, Reg, uh, Northern Reggie, scored by a nose. The official uh, winning margin of a nose. Short as possible in greyhound racing. Getting set now, coming in. Blackpool popping at a one. Gracie Pacey in three. Box five, vacant Arctic Storm seven. Moving in now. Hurst and a pat. Mingay Bale. Maggie Pearl Sands. Boy Greenlight Box set to go. Race two. They're ready. Set. Racing. Very excited to move out there. Blackpool Puppy missed a 10 going out fast. Out wide as Arctic Storm now. Going through quickly on the inside. Gracie Pacey second. Two and a half to three up the lead. They were followed then by Sam's boy behind them. Then came Maggie Pearl. A gap in the race centre. Who's Nana Pat followed by Mingay Bale. And back at the tail. Blackpool Puppy in the straight down on the inside. Arctic Storm is clear. Trying to make some ground. Gracie Pacey at the end. But Arctic Storm beat uh, on the outside. Probably Sam's boy second and those. Gracie Pacey back on the inside there. Would have been Maggie Pearl followed by Mingay Bale. Next in the affair would have been Who's Nana Pat and also Blackpool puppy, and the time is showing around 23.11. Yeah, it's saying uh, number seven, Arctic Storm has won $10.80, $4.30, and it's saying a photo for second and third. So we've only got uh, a winner in, in the frame at the moment, number seven, Arctic Storm. Good on you, Mikey. Uh, Nathan Newton is our guest who trained and rode his first winner at Bendigo with three over two uh, uh, in recent days. Nathan, I just wanted to ask you about Adrian Corboy, who first came to prominence when he rode in the Mongol Derby. I think he either rode with Justine Hales or Annabelle Nisham. I think it was Annabelle. Uh, and then we hear, heard a bit more about his, his role as a breaker. And I read somewhere or heard somewhere the other day that he breaks in all the Ma Eustace horses. Uh, I'm not sure if he breaks in all the Ma Eustace horses, but he certainly breaks in a large number of them. And this is a massive stable. It, it must be a huge breaking in operation up at Corboys. Yeah, it is. That's right. Um, Age probably got about, what is there? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, probably six round yards. Um, so obviously not doing them one at a time. They're all, all going in lots. Um, Age does a real good job breaking horses in. Um, like if, if anyone wanted to learn how to break a horse in, like Age definitely the person to go and learn that craft from. Um, he does do a lot of Kieran and Dave horses. Um, like there's obviously a lot of good two-year-olds that have come out of that, like Colin Gatter, 
Um, I had the opportunity to uh, work with her, did a lot of um, long reining with her, driving her, um, like that, teaching them how to steer with, and like just mouthing them up. Um, so like to see her come out and um, win the Magic Millions a year later after she was purchased up there, like it's just a big thrill to be a part of that, like that thing you've worked with um, and then it goes up there and wins the Magic Millions. Um, but yeah, the the ones from the Gold Coast, they've been going around the track, they're all, all super. Um, and I think the next lot are about to come in uh, the Starva, I reckon they'll go around the track tomorrow. The greatest compliment that can be given to a breaker is the uh, the mental um, maturity of the horses and the education and all the trainers that I know down at Cranbourne, what they first noticed about the Ma Eustace horses when they came down there was that they are so well-mannered. They all sort of just march out in formation and uh, all the all the chinks are ironed out of them and it, and it all traces back to the breaking in process, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Like, um, like a young horse is not going to learn anything by itself. So everything at Core Boys, um, we go out in lots, so there could be three or four of us going at a time. It's not, it's not like we're taking one at a time. They're not, they're not going to learn it by themselves. Uh, Nathan, congratulations again on the win yesterday with three over two. It's uh, been great to have you on for a chat and get to know you a little bit. Um, very exciting day yesterday, and uh, we wish you all the best in the future as well. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thank you very much.